right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Yo, yo. I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Glove, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Biz Convoys, what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, you're tuned here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam, spend the one and twos. Your number is 736-976. You participate, and we are broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. What's up, man? I'm in the middle, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. You, um, you're blood now? So, woo, man. On the game. <laughs> yeah, just, I had to change, change it up. <laughs> The only time you get looking like me, the only time you get away with it going to the grocery real. store in the store. You wouldn't have went like the, you wouldn't have went to Windsor Park Mall like oh, that no, in the nineties. Back in the days, I wasn't about that life. But now yeah, I can <laughs> throw it up on the game. Anyway. <laughs> What's up, Sam? You ready? What's up, fellas? All right. No, I decided to put it on. Actually, I said, yeah, it gets me in the mood to deal with some of these delusional, dumbass cowboy fans uh today after what inspired over the weekend. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, mm. but we'll get into that. Yeah, I bet we into will. that kind of movie. Hey, uh, you s- nothing. We'll save it for the yeah, ring. Yeah, save it. Hey, um, also Black Nostradamus up in this thing. Oh gosh, yeah, I forgot. I saw your post. <laughs> like, what does that say? What does that prove? The sign, but like, whatever. Um, What's up? But today, yeah, we do got sports to get to. Um, Today, uh, we've got NBA, we've got Shaq that's hearing rumors, uh, we've got to talk about The Last Dance, episodes five the and last six. Dance. I think um, we need that music, Sam, for that the segment. The Last Dance. I think we need uh, some stereo MCs for their uh, for that segment, some of that good 90s music yo, from the documentary. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, what else we got? Boxing. Have y'all paid attention to how much training Mike Tyson's been doing lately? Man, he looks like he still hits hard. Yeah. Okay. It looked like he still hits hard. He said he wants to do some charity boxing. Hmm. Okay. Mike All smokes right. a lot. Mike smokes a pound a day, though. He smokes a lot just to keep he, himself, just to keep from being the guy he used to be. He says yeah, it helps he him a lot. He also makes a killing off this. Yeah, he has, he, has he has a farm. He has a farm. Yeah. So, uh, no, so he looks, he still looks like he could get there and do some things. Over or under on Texas legalizing before 2025. What we're going through helps. Over or under, Sam. If you had given twenty twenty five. If you had said twenty eight, I'd take the under. <laughs> Damn, we gonna take eight years in Texas? I would say yeah. over. If you ask me right now, I would say over. 
I the Dog, I'd so say y'all over. mean to tell me y'all you think it's gonna re- really be over five years before Texas legalizes? We'll have legalized sports betting before we have marijuana. Just because it's because it's been there, it's been trying to get on the bill or whatever. But you got too many conservatives and um, government officials Damn, that run the state said of twenty twenty eight. I mean, but you know, like I said, what we're going through economically could go ahead and speed, could maybe speed the process. You know, True. because like I told you, Texas has always had the adage that we've got land and cattle, so and we oil. don't need it and oil. And oil. Yeah, so uh, we've got that. Also, baseball. Um, hey, man, um, you know. I believe this ESPN sent a little message uh, with the deal they did with the KBO League, the South Korean League that gets going tonight. Who said they the worked message? out of uh, they worked out a uh, broadcasting deal to cover uh, Korea's big baseball. No, I league. saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. know, of course, these games going to come on at twelve o'clock, one o'clock, uh, five thirty in the morning. I think they play seven games a week, but they made a deal to televise the games. And, you know, I, I think Salami's it's one of those. Uh, oh, of course he's going to watch. Uh, these are one of those deals that, you know, hey, Major League Baseball, get it together. Come up with a plan. Figure it out. I mean, this is a lead that's going on. They're playing with no fans. Uh, they've got some, you know, guys that's been in the Major League Baseballs that's played in this league before. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those. When I saw that, I said, well, you know, that's that's – I mean, if you're going to bring back the Ocho – on ESPN uh, 2, of course they're going to get some viewers. If they're the only uh, thing in town, of course they're going to get some viewerships to baseball, to seam heads out there, you know, as well also. So I thought that was interesting for them to get a deal together to uh, broadcast their games uh, live as well too. Um, but uh, NFL-wise, um, the um, biggest news that kind of came over the weekend NFL-wise, was the uh, Cowboys who uh, give Andy Dalton a one-year deal up to seven million, worth up to seven million dollars with the incentives. Now, on Thursday's show, uh, when we were discussing the topic of uh, quarterbacks, and I think even though it was on Thursday or Friday that I said that, hey, you know what, I would take Andy Dalton as a uh, backup. And if he has everything right in a situation, Let's I think maybe he can succeed. Let's rewind. What? Let's rewind. I was laughed off this show, and I was laughed off Facebook when I mentioned Andy Dalton. This but you is, said, people, what's the deal? You said, I don't remember what you said. You said, Andy Dalton and Cam Newton cost you less, and you said he could do more than what Dak does. But by them signing him, how does that, how does that prove t- you right? Look, this isn't this isn't a regular backup. This isn't like like we're not gonna act like this is Brian Hoyer or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, this man's been to multiple, multiple playoffs, four, four or five playoff games. He was the face of a franchise. This is not a regular backup. We're not going to treat it like that. Okay, okay? you know what we're gonna treat it like? We're gonna treat it like he's not better than Dak. He can't lead the Cowboys. You had three questions, and we can answer them right now quick on the docket. You said that pretty much is Dalton a threat to Dak? No, he's not. Why not? I'll answer that. Because he's you a backup. You can't just say no, he's not. First of all, he's a face of the franchise from one of the worst fra- <laughs> a ranch, uh, franchise ran in professional sports. Um, he pretty much got they, – they, they fired. A lot of problems went on with Cincinnati was – 
was, uh, you know, Marvin Lewis. He was there for a long time. But not let's not act like those years that Andy Dalton got to the playoffs and the experience that they win, what they went like, I don't know how many years without even winning one playoff game. Uh, there was some good defenses behind Andy Dalton as well, too. Wow. And he had one of the top wide receivers in the game in and his prime has, and A.J. Green. Look, I told you Thursday or Friday that I would take Andy Dalton on my team as a solid backup. That's quite, that's answer your question number one. If um, the other one is, let's get to this one before the, the slow start. Will Andy Dalton thrive under Mike McCarthy? Look, let me tell you something. This is what I'm let me I'm not gonna say all Dallas fans and all this kind of stuff. First of all, uh I agree with Dez Bryant's tweet. What a and Dez, Dez tweet. is somebody that's been in the organization. I think what on he Saturday tweet? he just tweeted out, he said, Hey, you know what? First of all, this is a slap in the face to Dak Prescott. Thank you. Um he that's said a, they he, sending he said, a message. He said this is a slap in the face. Pay him his money. Dez just and, salty because 88 is gone. He know he ain't coming back. Well, first of all, he said, I've been told a lot of things. Because people, of course, tag Dez. Like, oh, you know what you're talking about? This is the back of this. Ain't. He's like, yeah, I've been told a lot of things in that organization, too, that wasn't, came up to be true. And he also but said what I said Friday. What? If this was Tony Romo, Dak would have got his money already. Dak and ain't so, Tony Romo. So, so, man, look, first of all, Mike McCarthy is coming from coaching Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Mike McCarthy, I've told you that Mike McCarthy has a certain style that he's accustomed to in his three wides out. Right. Brett Favre was athletic and mobile. Right. Aaron Rodgers was athletic and mobile. Right. This is a going from Cooper Rush to Andy Dalton is an upgrade for the backup position. But what we're not going to do is the Dallas fans and everybody that's been trying to find out every reason not to pay Dak 35 or 40's work act like Andy Dalton is a savior and this team is going anywhere with Andy Dalton. This is a situation where I I'm aren't they stick, the, aren't they're the same guy, Cal? No, they're not the same guy. If Cal, if, no, if if you if you want to compare if, both of them, if I if no, I can win with Dak, I can win no, with Andy. No, Andy Dalton. Like if you want to say Andy Dalton is more accurate, than that's Dak, not even up for debate. Okay, fine, I'll give you that. Right, but is Andy Dalton a guy that's Who basically throws a better deep there? ball? I gotta see. I think Excuse, Dax, Calvin, I think Jackson. Sam, who throws a better deep ball? Sam, probably Dalton. Thank you. Probably. Like it ain't like no, like. Don't why say it ain't even close. No, Rudy. Andy Dalton, first of all, comes from TCU, which is the Big Twelve. How many years did Andy Dalton have a chance to see? Dal- his Look, college has nothing to do who, with right with, now. I'm sorry. Like I said, even though I said I take him back up, Patriots starting for quarterback. Never did look twice to call Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was one of the second-to-last quarterback to get off this market. When we have human contact again, whenever that is, I don't know when that's going to be. Well, San Antonio, you can do it right now. But, um, George, you can do it right now, too. If I'm the Cowboys staff, in order to keep peace in that locker room, in order to keep those receivers from being scratching their heads, I don't let Andy Dalton do any work with the ones. Because if you let Amari, CD, and Gallup do work with Andy Dalton, they're going to fall in love with him over playing with Dak. And, and, me, and now they like Dak. Everybody likes Dak. Dak, come on. Yay, Dak. I'm having a baby shower. Come through. My kids turning three. Come through. But you talk about getting it done on Sundays, those guys will fall in love with Andy Dalton and the accuracy he every, has. Everybody looks good in some shorts and a T-shirt. They can, he can go out there and throw to the receivers. Can, is this team going to rally and run through a brick wall for Andy Dalton like they do for Dak? No, they're not. 
If they if this comes down, look, know. this is getting to the point right now, which I said way back before we even went into quarantine or whatever. I said, look, I'm going to give the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt until training camp starts. If training, I was big on you can't franchise him. I was big that Dak's not playing with the franchise, and no, he ain't reporting with a franchise tag. He's not even reporting to their OTA But don't stuff. this send a clear Virtual message stuff. that says we're moving forward with or without you should you decide to I, sit I'm out? Gonna, I'm going to look at it as this. And, and help me with the break, because these this, they got to fix this head, because I don't know the solid. He's I'll let to turn you know it up when, when he comes to the break. This is the deal. I'm going to sit there and say this is all about upgrading your backup quarterback position. Um, this I, and I'm gonna stay uh, pat to this. This has the contract situation with Dak. I believe has nothing to do with Jerry and Steven really believing that he is not a guy they can win with or win a Super Bowl with. If that's the case, they would have made in this situation in a contract year with Dak, they would have made they would have moved heaven and earth to try to move up and get one of these quarterbacks in the draft. Whether it would have been the low hanging fruit and and Jake Fromm. Or Easton out of Washington, the low-hanging fruit of that of that quality, or something going up earlier. That's not in this. I think when the time comes that this deal has to get done, it will be done. Uh, if it comes down to Andy Dalton, Dallas is uh, Dallas is in trouble because I don't believe. First of all, keep in mind, even though I was with Aaron Rodgers on how he acted, one of the knocks, the reason why the the relationship wore thin with uh, Mike McCarthy, because he was set in his ways. He didn't change his offensive ways. And he, he didn't change in his offensive ways. We'll continue more until we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760. We're broadcasting for the Routers Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Routers Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, when you say but to keep the peace between the receivers and keep the peace between don't let know, Andy go throw I just with know him. sometimes, I mean, I've, I've been through it not with somebody the caliber of Dak, but... Um, when when with Jay Cutler and um, McCown, Jay Cutler's hurt. McCown comes in, balls out, and the receivers love him. And next thing you know, Cutler's back healthy. They let Cutler back in. The season goes to poop. All I'm saying is, sometimes as a receiver, I mean Mike Evans. You think Mike Evans like playing? You think Mike Evans like playing with Fitzpatrick, or he like playing with Winston? His numbers with Fitzpatrick were through the roof. Trust me, I know. I had him on my fantasy team when when Winston got back in the lineup. They went to poop. All I'm saying is sometimes backups, Nick Foles, um, and uh, Al Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey's playing his ass off under Nick Foles. Wentz comes back and can't complete two passes to him. All I'm saying is sometimes it, whether it's not whether that Dalton is better than Dak. It's just sometimes some receivers have better well, chemistry I think I, 
with a uh, guy that uh, is a legit quarterback, uh, which Andy Dalton is. Well, I think that I think it's yes, guys are going to have their preference of who you want to play with or who throws you a better spiral ball or whatever. And it could be the second guy on the depth chart. It could be hell. He could even be the third part of the depth chart. But the question of where we're at in this era in the NFL from a fan base and where Dallas needs to be concerned with, is he a guy that basically could take us to the promised land and win the whole thing? Is Dak? And, and, uh, I, I think Dak, we don't have enough evidence. I, I think you. that basically, I mean, we've had a lot of evidence and from Andy my, Dalton. And that's my point. Like I said, if this is, there's a few guys where this is not a conversation. There's a few guys where this is just like, hey, you know what? The fact that some, the fact that once he signed, you you, you even stop and pause and go, damn. Well, I don't know. Like if you, ha- it's, it's like you, you and Salami say about the Hall of Fame. If I have to stop and think about it, you ain't a Hall of Famer. I think if you Dak- have to stop and think about it, then it's not a surefire thing that Dak's I, better than him. I, I think basically Dak would be better him under Mike McCarthy's coaching. I think Dak fits the system well, better. That's, well, that, and, I'll, and I'll that, give you that because you've been saying Dak's yeah, been yeah, right. He's got that's, the short end of the stick. That, that's why this is like. For solidifying your backup position, I give this signing an A. For sitting there thinking the false narrative that this is, yeah, whether Jerry or Steven wants to use it as a game shit, because the longer this is gone, Dak is the one with the leverage. Dak's got the leverage now. He's bet on himself. He's got the leverage. Now, that signing for a he backup part is a, I think he does. Not because with Andy he's, there. I, I, I think, not with Andy I, there. I think. Rudy, with Cooper I, you, Rush there, he, did. Got, he lost, you, he lost you, all his leverage you, you Saturday. Got, you got, you got, look. There's a lot of GMs and general managers in this league, the National Football League. Mm-hmm. And the word on the street was already from the last week 17 game played at Andy Dalton for the Cincinnati Bengals in that game. I forgot they played in week 17. Everybody and their mama knew that Andy Dalton was moving away from that team with Cincinnati having the number one pick. There was not a rush to come get this guy. And we live in an era where there's a shortage on guys of quarterbacks, that guy. Andy Dalton, I believe when you ask, well, is Dak that guy? I think Dak has way more upside than what Andy Dalton is right now. I believe, yes, can Andy Dalton maybe win a couple games and got to fill into that? But no. And, and, and one of the questions you said is if the if the Dallas got off to a, a rough start, would the fans start chanting for Andy? I wouldn't shock it from Dallas because I look at the question the other side. Wonder if Dak takes this thing all the way like Emmitt Smith did coming off a Super Bowl win and takes it to week two or three and they no start off, and they start off 0 and 2 and 0 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where Dallas fans gonna be? The same Dallas fans are sitting there. I mean, don't give Dak that money. Don't give Dak that money. The same people are gonna say, you know what? Jerry screwed up this. We had a good draft. We got this talent, just pay him. He should have paid Dak Let his me ask money. You this. That's exactly Let where me this ask is going. You this. Had Seattle signed him. It's just, oh, great backup. We not there's no debate today. We just come in here and we're saying, oh man, Seattle signed Andy Dalton. That's solid, even though Russell hasn't been hurt. Like the fact that we have to sit here and discuss this, it's legit. Dak lost all his leverage Saturday. This isn't I Cooper. Disagree with this that. isn't Cooper Rush behind you anymore. I disagree with that. He lost all his leverage. It's an unproven starter that no one else wanted. He did, it's not like they signed. Like, if they go out and sign somebody else, just because Andy Dalton has some playoff appearances or whatever, nobody else rushed to get him. In a way tougher division than Dak plays in. In a way tougher division than Dak plays in. The NFC East is a joke. Look, man, I look at this. I don't think it's a discussion because I look at it as they want Dak as the future. 
Dak is younger. He has other upside. And this is just about basically, for one, solidifying your backup position and also sending a message like, hey, if we've got to go, it's an insurance policy. If we if he takes this holdout to week one or two, then, yes, we don't have to take the field of Cooper Rush. Dallas Dallas's season will go up in smoke if they have to land on Andy Dalton. You know why? Because the, the offensive weapons in this offensive draft that they've had – I've seen, like I said, if you don't have a quarterback that Who can take you to do believe what that, Dak no. does. He turns around, he hands the ball off to, to Zeke Elliott. You said Zeke was more important than Dak last year, all last year while Zeke was holding out. You said that. Right. He turns around, hands the ball off to Zeke, and every now and then he makes a good throw. And last year we saw that my theory kind of went out the window because they won some games because of Dak. Show. They, they lost last year because the defense was trash. The defense is trash. Well, and, and, you want to go? Then, you you want to check it, the tape on that? Offense has some bad games. But yeah, but I mean, they hell they put up a lot of game with Minnesota. They supposed to win that game at home. They uh there there was a couple games they put up enough points. They just basically didn't couldn't stop nobody. Uh, the guy that got paid first and got the most Ooh. money took two steps back and and um and won their pa- and their pass rusher in Lawrence. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Dalton is not the future of Dallas. If this turns well, because it's getting to the point right now where I'm rooting and rest, really wanting Dak to either just f- figure this out and basically just hold out a demand a trade or whatever so Dallas can fall in that b- abyss of quarterback. Because all the yeah. Dallas fans that are ba- – this is like – the way I look at Dallas fans and I basically even look at the way Steven and Jerry Why did looks you at call this, them delusional? Because thinking that Dalton signing is basically like, oh, now we're figured out. Now we don't have to sweat Dak signing. Because honestly, that locker room is already contaminated. Because them rookies, such as, and look, I'm not that big high on Diggs. Diggs got to go show because I've been killing Alabama secondary for the last few years. Diggs is a good guy, but he's not he, He's not one of those corners, whatever. So in, in retrospect, Dallas's defense, they, like, they're not that, I don't believe they're good enough because Dallas is probably going to be in shootouts a lot. And I don't think Andy, for one, is as mobile as Dak. That's I mean, he's fun. not now, a statue. That, that's not a debate. And that is big in Mike McCarthy's that's, system. That's not up for debate. Uh, how many times have you seen Aaron Rodgers and roll Dak out on the throne? And Dak is way more durable as well. And those guys want to play for Dak. Where they're messing up is that there's already a locker room. You're poisoning Diggs. You're poisoning um, pretty much uh, C.D. Lamb. Because they're looking at like, damn, would they treating Dak like this? How's it going to be when I get my money? I've told y'all, every player that they have signed says not Dak's getting paid is making that locker room more divided and it's going to show its ugly head once we start playing some games because guys going to have to start asking about it because it ain't going to be about hey what do you feel about Mike McCarthy you know Jason Garrett's been what do you feel about this? it's going to be like hey what do you feel about Dak not getting paid what is what's about Dak's but what contract what about all the guys that have gotten paid 
A lot of guys have gotten paid. Jalen Smith got paid. Demarcus Lawrence got paid. Zeke got paid. Amari Cooper got but paid. But there's some other Zach guys. That, but there's paid. some other guys that haven't got paid. And you got a run rookie group that you hoping like a CD Lamb that you give an 88. When those times they want to know if I ball out, they'll go ahead. I mean, hell, how much? How many yards did Dak throw for in his rookie year? Some record he set. Did Andy Dalton never do he that? He went 13 and three. That's Andy Dalton never did. Has Andy Dalton never gone 13 and three? I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I give doubt, it an I A. highly doubt that. An upgrade from Cooper Rush, I give it an A. If that goes down to injury, a season in the injury, Andy Dalton is a nice guy to come off a bullpen. But is Andy Dalton a guy to sit there and say, you know what, Dak don't want to take this? Then screw him, man. We about to go on. We so loaded on offense. I've seen one of the top three defenses of all time get dismantled and bleed over years because they didn't have a guy at center that the team believed in. I'm, all I'm saying is they're the same guy. If you close your eyes, they're the same guy. We're going to agree to disagree on that because I don't think they're the same guy, but we'll see. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind broadcast for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Don't forget they're located in Leon Springs. They're still doing takeout. Uh, delivering orders and you can still they'll still deliver beer for you as well they'll be having a new location in alamo ranch coming soon stay tuned for that that is double days pizza official sponsor of the sports grind i knew you were going to come in here today with this malarkey <laughs> what what's malarkey about it? this is this is it's got, comical got, to me i got half the cowboy nation behind it's me comical to me it's like this. It's, like, it's, 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 it's like it's like all your friends then gone out and asked their dates for the prom and everything. You just have a date and you go basically get a chick that everybody knows nobody wants to go. And then you try to go brag about, hey, look, I got my prom not, date. Uh, hey, man, nobody broke any people, doors down for Andy Dalton, man. Let me ask you this. Keep it real. Since you Pyro today, since you blood gang today. So what's up? Are you are you you is this a. um? By any means necessary, civil rights movement with you? Are you fighting for it because you feel it's like the borderline brothers? borderline getting that way. Because you feel like the brother ain't getting it's, it's just it's, due? It's borderline getting that or way. Or is it just, is this strictly performance or is this, are you just pulling it's out the black, black leather it's glove? It's 80% on this? performance and it's 20% getting that way the other. And I think Dez is going 80% the other way by his tweet. And he, he's, he's more qualified to speak on it because he's been in that organization. Would you be fighting this hard if Dak was white? If that was if it's performance, first of all, I can't stand the Cowboys. If I would be farting, if I would be fighting this hard. I hope you wouldn't if be not farting, farting this hard. hard. If I was, if I was fighting this hard <laughs> nah, for a white court, it would based off the maybe if it was performance wise, yeah. Okay. And to answer your question, you know what? Yes, I would. If it was coming after Tony Romo and the amount, the amount of money he got on his last two contracts, mind you, he got an extension when he finished eight and eight. <laughs> He got paid. Dez put that in there. He finished eight and eight and got paid. Then his back broke down. Jerry gave him another extension. And you know what? And like I said, due to the fact I like a train Tony, wreck when Tony it comes to the Cowboys. Tony didn't earn that money. 
Not like I don't want to have I don't want to talk about Tony today, you know but what? I'm just and you know what we got I don't to because it's, it's it, no we we kind of can't bring it up because see to me I think I equivalent to Stephen and Jerry and the Cowboy fans that don't want to give Dak 34, 35, 36, which is the market price right now for a quarterback, a starting quarterback. It's like the it's like you just finally pay off your car. And it breaks down. You don't want to go get it because you don't want another car payment. You just came out of Tony Romo hell not too recently ago for that bad contract you gave. And and Steven went on months ago. Everybody getting their money. And now it's reluctant of what's going on with Steven Jerry. Like, look, man, you got to pay that freight. You got a guy that you didn't accomplish anything really off of the brag about off his rookie deal, a la Seattle and Russell Wilson, a la the model of what Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. You didn't do that. I'm not putting Dak in a Patrick Mahomes in a, in a, in a um, you know, Russell Wilson situation because he's not in that category. He's not. I'm not that crazy delusional. But this is a reluctant to have to pay, and you don't have another answer. Andy Dalton is not the answer. You're not going where you want to go but we don't, with Andy but that, Dalton. I think that's why we are here. They don't know if Dak is the answer. They know, Rudy, if they didn't, they did. It, like I said, their first pick wouldn't have been CeeDee Lamb, a receiver. They yeah. would have traded up. They would, Even if they would have got but the low-hanging fruit. I think CeeDee Lamb was the best available pick. Okay, that's fine. Look, if they thought Dak was about to screw like, them. What's the kid, if the kid from Ohio State for some reason fell to them, they would have taken him. They just they just went best available Rudy, there. You would have heard trades possibly for Cam Newton. They would have probably keep in mind Cincinnati tried to trade Andy Dalton and nobody was moving, so they had to outright release him. They would have been in a trade for Andy Dalton a long time ago. Uh, there's other quarterback Jameis Winston. If they really thought, look, man, that's delusional. And again, we don't know. I don't know. Calvin Watkins don't know. Nobody knows what dad is really asking for behind closed doors or what is hanging this up. But, All we're doing is you, giving opinions. You understand why now we're in a dilemma. We haven't had many camps, and there's a quarterback controversy. I don't see it as a controversy, man. I really don't. I, I Sam is a Dallas fan. He's a great – this is not a controversy, only, man. I'm saying it's a controversy because Jerry listens to the people. He might always agree with them. He, I'm not saying Jerry always agrees with them. But what I'm saying is the voices got loud enough from Twitter and Facebook is- and radio to where Jerry changed the whole model the way he did business as far as the draft goes and things of that nature. Like, you know what? I'm going to step back. I ain't going to just be giving away people for – I ain't going to just be bringing in people for ones. I ain't going to just be – I ain't going to just draft Johnny Manziel. I'm going to step back. I'm going to let people control me a little bit because that's, that's from outside people. That's not from in Jerry's head, so that's why I say it's a controversy because this is an organization that is very in tune to what their fan base likes and doesn't like. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was just going to say, it's not like it's a massive financial investment in Dalton. I mean, he's getting $3 million. Great point. And if he never gets on the field, it'll stay $3 million. They were going to pay Cooper Rush $2.1 million anyway. It's a that's, a, that's a great. I, point. I mean, that's a good he's point. getting the lowest of low end backup money. That's a great point. It's Sam. an A plus great for point. signing for an upgrade and backup, improving your depth on the team. I give it an A. To sit here and act foolishness like, look, that can act crazy if you want to. Sit there. Also, you're dealing with a guy who just lost his brother, sign. That's you true. know, recently. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is going two ways. It's going to be the fact that Dak's going to take this to week one and two. They're going to get off to a slow start because it's Andy Dalton with Mike McCarthy, first-year coach, first-year defensive coordinator, and the defense is not going to be that good. It's not. Diggs in the second or you third round when they got that, that huh? they're, they're, they're not. They're going to be a 15 to 20. I don't even think that they're going to make a crack a top 15 defense. They're not. 
I, I watch Diggs every Saturday, man. He's good. He, he has his last name. His brother plays from Minnesota. That helped him out. Diggs is not – I mean, it's a good pick for Dallas. I'm not killing the pick, but that ain't Deion Sanders coming back there. That's not well, that's not that's, that's that's not uh my man from uh that well he's from the Rams now was with Jacksonville when he came out. Uh quarterback. Ramsey. That's not Ramsey, man, that they just drafted. That's Diggs. Alabama's quarterbacks have been shaky. Uh, this is this is gonna come out to where Jerry's put himself and in a You've said that all you said yeah. that for a year or two now, so it's not like you saying yeah. that because the Cowboys. Right. Picked them. Look. I'm just Jer- letting the fans know. Right, I, I got know you. Jerry's gonna be this is gonna go this way. Dak's going to take this into week two. They're going to start with Andy Dalton. They get off to a shaky start because they got a new coaching staff. Defense got to get acclimated. They start 0-3. Those same people, Dallas, the Rube, the dudes, all them dudes that don't want to pay Dak his money, going to say, man, Jerry screws us up all again. And what if it goes the other way? He just needs to die. What if it goes the other way? They they win by 22, three games with Dalton. Then you then ride you it got, out, but as then soon you as got it, a poop fest on you, your you, but no, he can go two or three, and then when he gets thicker and when he goes, it's not. I'm on record telling you right now, he's not the future, and he ain't the answer, this even if is, that's not. This would be the best offense Andy Dalton has ever. And you know what's going to do? This would be the or, best offense Andy Dalton or, has ever played with. Okay, listen. by far, by far. Yes, well, we'll AJ see. Green has some good years, but we'll now see. you have Amari Cooper, CD okay. Lamb, Gallup, and Zeke okay. in that line. And then this will be the best and offense, then, and this will be the best coach he's ever played all for. All the disrespect that Dak's getting right now, they get the contract situation worked out. They come in, Dallas Styles out a bat out of hell, three or four, or maybe they don't win the games, but all of a sudden Dallas got the number one offense and that the they average had three, the number and one then, offense and, last and then year. Everybody, one of the top three offenses. But everybody's gonna be saying, like, oh Dak, oh yeah, this and this. The fans that don't want Dak is because of the money. And the money is there with That's quarterbacks. That, but everybody's getting it. You predicted it four or five years ago that the quarterback with salaries out of rack. You proven to be right on that. Everybody's playing on the same rules. We're finding out I'm right a lot. I'm what, no, this the way you're gonna be good. no, the way you're gonna be right is if Andy Dalton goes on and they go to the promised land, Andy Dalton. I'm not giving you credit to being right just because they signed him as a backup and their backup hey, solution was Cooper I got Rush. Laughed off this show, man. No, because you said hey, you, for the price, your Facebook, and we talked about it. No, man, no. I'd I like to see but what's what I'm saying is, wouldn't I, you rather pay three? Wouldn't you rather pay seven million to go eight and eight versus thirty five million to go eight and eight? I don't think they go if the defense somewhat shows up. I don't think Dallas goes well, eight and eight said this the year. Is gonna suck. They got to show up some. They're not going to be. They ain't a good I enough. I say twenty eight million to sit at home during. Okay, the well let me put it this way: since we're we're hypothetically giving opinions, I'll tell you this. Uh, Andy Dalton basically played with a lot better defenses. What they gonna have that them times he That's quote unquote fact. got to no the playoffs? Debate there. No debate. Andy there. Dalton throw for those seven thousand, five thousand yards to lead Marvin Lewis and Cincinnati <laughs> to the playoffs. Stop it, man! Stop it. This is a hell of a pickup to improve your depth behind Cooper. And if that goes down, yes. To answer your question, I'd rather play Andy Dalton $3 million instead of 2.7, Sam said, for Cooper Rush. And I would love to hear what Salami thinks about this because for years of the show, the Red Ginger up there, the, the Bat Bonner we used to call Andy Dalton Cincinnati, Salami was killing that guy like, hey, Andy, I don't know if Andy's that guy or whatever. I'm telling you, Salami ain't well, probably down with this op- except a backup. Hopefully they open up the city midway through the seat, midway no. through this month. What I hope is where this is so going, Dallas back. fans are putting me in a corner that I hope Dak gets so pissed. He comes out, reveals some stuff, what's going on. He demands a trade, and Dallas is ass. All this CD Lamb and Cooper, all this crap goes away for the next years because y'all ain't got stop that guy. letting that portion of the Cowboy fan make your butt itch. There are a lot of them out there that feel that right now. 
Yeah. It was a party on social media. Oh, Andy, don't take that deck. Yeah, it man, wasn't that's no the party. solution. It was not that's no the party. solution. It like, wasn't get no out party, of here, man. man. Stop it. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studio. We'll get to Cowboys phone call. We get back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcast here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chill Liquor. It's a local family-owned business, and customer service is their top priority. They treat you like family. If there's something they don't have, they'll special order it for you. And their first location is conveniently located on Petrenko, right outside 1604, across from the Walmart. That is Texas Chill Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Calvin. Calvin, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up, man? Uh, what up? I wanted to start off by saying, I, to a certain extent, I agree with Rudy. Of as course far you as, do. Uh, Andy Dalton and Dak being the same on this regard. For years, uh, Andy Dalton been tinkering on a lot of people's mind on the fence of, is he a, a franchise quarterback? Is he not? He had a couple good years. And then he couldn't say right. Dak, I mean, both and Dak is the same thing. Half people say he's a franchise quarterback. The other half say he's not. Now, Andy Dalton has a stronger arm. Dak has better wheels. But what I don't get is the type of offense that Cowboys have, the type of offense that they're building, doesn't fit uh, Dak's strong suit. Dak is a chain mover. He is an intermediate ace. He doesn't have a long game. And, and as far as I'm concerned, he's a bigger, stronger, sturdier version of of, uh, of uh, Tony Romo. Tony Romo spilled in a 12-4 and four year here and there, 13-3 and three year. But what did they do when they went to the playoffs? Nothing. Same for Dak. I think Dak is a more hybrid version of Tony Romo who's going to be a 500 quarterback regardless of what you put in front of him because I don't think they're building the offense, the team around him. They're getting the right pieces, but not for his strong suit. And that's my opinion. Good right, phone Kevin. call, Calvin. Really right. good phone call. Um, I, I think he can. With good coaching, I think he can be a, that guy, and I think he fits Mike McCarthy's system better than Andy Dalton does. Brett, Brett Favre was mobile. Brett Favre made plays on the run. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best run, uh, quarterbacks oh, we've ever yeah. seen in my, our lifetime playing on the run. Right. I'm not saying every play Mike McCarthy drives up, drives, draws up, excuse me, requires the quarterback to throw on the run. Can Dak I, throw on the run? I think Accurately? He, I, I think Accurately. Got, I, we can all throw on the run. I think he can get there. Is he on the Aaron Rodgers level of throwing on the run? No. But I think that we're judging Dak with poor quarterback coaching. If you put Dak with Doug Peterson, their Super Bowl contending team as well. I mean, it just we're judging okay. Dak off of uh, uh, Jason, Garrett. Uh, uh, Jason Garrett and a team that was built for Zeke, a team that was built in previous drafts for Zeke. Salami preached this time last year all about, you'll see, they're going to go small wide receivers. They're going to go this. They're going to put in more Dak hands. That's exactly what they try to do. Now, it kind of backfired on them. They didn't get – they went backwards, per se, a little bit. But at the same time, their defense took a step back, took steps back. Andy Dalton is like 
I mean, I just feel that you, if, if Dak is, if this is going to be a standoff that's not going to end well and Dak doesn't feel wanted, he wants out of Dallas, or Dak is not to do, no matter how you slice it, it's setting Dallas back years because they don't have the guy on the on the roster. Andy Dalton, even though he's coming cheap, he ain't the guy that's going to lead Dallas back to where they want to go and get a, another Lombardi trophy. He's just not. I've got too much faith in other GMs in the league and in a starved quarterback league that we're in. As cheap as you could get Andy Dalton, he would have had more offers and he would have got swooped up a lot quicker. And and that's that's the thing. We don't know what the hell. I got more evidence of what I think I can get than Dak than we got. You you comparing Minshew to Lynn Sanity. <laughs> What's wrong okay? with that? Well, I'm just telling you Andy Dalton was sitting out there for Jacksonville to get as they start. They didn't want him. And they got Jacksonville Minshew. wants that kid from Clemson. Jacksonville traded away every veteran. Jackson is in full tank mode. Jacksonville's in full tank mode. There's a couple teams that you can't. It, like, first of all, he got released after everybody figured out their situation. He was uh, released after the draft. I'll just tell you this. I, I felt this way pre-Andy Dalton, and I feel it now they got Andy Dalton. They don't get Dak doesn't get a new contract this season. And he's forced to play under the franchise tag, or he doesn't play at all, or he just demands a trade. You can kiss twenty twenty season goodbye for Dallas. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't think Dak. I mean, and no, and no one would. I don't think football's the last thing on his mind. Yeah. Well, football, I'm just right. Andy Dalton, money, all that's the last thing on his mind. His brother just died. But when you when he gets to that point, right. and he's got to come back to reality. When he gets to that point, and he's done mourning and all that, I'm telling you, if Dak Prescott demands a trade. Or he plays under a franchise tag because that's going to be the biggest distraction for this team that uh, Mike McCarthy coming from Little Wisconsin ain't no, and doesn't know what to deal with, ain't dealt with media like in Dallas before. Dallas' season is lost. It'll be a two-team race in the NFC East between the Philadelphia Eagles and the surprising New York Giants. You heard it here first because they won't be able to handle the distraction. That is a that is a weighing thing that Jerry Steven needs to bite the bullet and did it done. All it means is you're going to have to continue to draft your draft good. They had a decent draft, but they're going to continue. If you give Dak that money, you're going to have to keep hitting. Who's they- going to be better fit for an offense that they're not going to get a real chance to work with before they really hit the field? Like, who's better fit for that? Dak Prescott. Because he has some familiarity there with Amari right. Cooper, okay. with Zeke, the Cadence. Andy Dalton is coming straight out to not even be wanted in Cincinnati. Because okay? they got Joe Burrow. I get, he wasn't wanted before then. He was a lame duck. Yeah, true that. I'll the second that. to last quarterback to go off the market. There's only one guy left in unemployment. Filed it. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Aldi is hiring full-time store associates, part-time cashiers, and stockers starting at $16.50 with a $2 an hour seasonal premium in Falls Church in Alexandria, Virginia. We're Aldi, one of America's favorite grocery stores, and we're proud that our careers are just as award-winning as our products. Aldi is charting an aggressive growth course to become the third largest U.S. grocery retailer by store count by the end of 2022. More stores means more opportunities for you. We offer competitive pay and extraordinary benefits. Learn more about store associate roles and apply online at careers.aldi.us. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Two, three weeks ago. And Cam's situation and Cam. is worse than Cam. He's the last, second to Cam's last one. Cam's situation is worse than Cap.
736-9760. Um, also, before we go back to the phones, um, another thing in the news. That's the if music. You, it is the music. I will say this going to break. If you didn't watch the Alex Smith E60. I didn't. Think you got to go watch that. Alex is cut from a different breed. I'm rooting for him. I've always kind of had Alex Smith back. But what that man's gone through and what he's trying to do and basically making a life and death decision based off just having the opportunity to come back and play football, you need to go You need to go watch that. He was down here. They had to Where? bring him to San Antonio to do some of his training. He might as well have walked on a landmine. They said that he had a war injury. That's a war. His knee looked wow. like he basically walked on a landmine. Wow. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Scribe. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Sam Spin the one and twos. Um, all right, yeah, you got to go watch that Alex Smith thing, yeah. man. Just tough. You know, I didn't know he did some most of his, uh, well, a portion of his rehab and surgeries down here. In San Antonio, uh, because of the military stuff, he got guidance from the government to so get he was military treatment. I don't know if it was right. Bamsi I mean, or I'm one thinking, of those. It's I'm just, thinking considering that to consider like a war. Well, thing, yes, it, had it was to be like Bansy. that, like like because it came down to like they were going to cut his leg off, and a lot of you know people that he's rehabbing with has suffered limbs blown off from that. But they said it was classified as a war injury. Seventeen surgeries, and the guy's still looking like, hey, can I push it that far for football? Uh, but definitely a tough guy. Um, also, yes, shame on me. Uh, you heard in the Fox, uh, Don Shula. I text you. No, I got it. Yeah, I, yeah. I meant to start the show with that. That's my fault. Uh, Don Shula, at the age of 90, passes away. All-time winning as NFL coach. Um, you know, got to see, you know, pretty much the um, – his prime years, pretty much with the Miami Dolphins, uh, you know, after Dan Marino drafting, of course, rookie season. I remember that Dan Marino going to the Super Bowl. Um, really legendary for the 70 day, 72 Dolphins who went undefeated. The only team in NFL history to do that defeated the Washington uh, football team in that Super Bowl. And really the thing that's impressive to me. Uh, more because I think, you know, and I've said this a few months ago that, you know, people that are close to Bill Belichick have said that, hey, that record is something that Bill wants to attain, uh, you know, uh, surpassing Don Shula. Uh, But really the thing that's impressive to me more about Don is, and if I'm not mistaken, I think he was 25 years with Miami. I mean, just think about that in any professional sport that we deal with right now. We'll never see that again, 25 years with Miami Dolphins in the National Football League. I mean, you have to go with Chuck Knoll. I mean, Chuck Knoll is the only other coach, and really, Bill Marvin is Lewis on that. is got, Marvin Lewis is on there. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. The thing is, with that time, with that Dan Marino time, different time of football, but really, just a lack. Uh, of really, just never really developed that running game. Probably would have got another Super Bowl with Miami. 
uh, with uh, with Dan Marino. But definitely, you know, from everything I read about the guy over the years, uh, high character. Everybody speaks highly of him. Consider him an innovator. He's definitely, I think, contribute to the game. Like in the Bill Walsh type thing, like with Bill Walsh with the West Coast. Like, did he leave behind a legacy? Like, first of all, he's a legend. But did he leave behind a, a legacy like I, Bill Walsh did with the with the West Coast offense? Um, I don't know if there's probably some other things that is going over my head right now that he probably contributed one of the first two of the game. Uh, you know, I know he was on that Colts just, team. With the like nine. he belonged in Miami. Like Shula uh, had that look, man. Shula yeah. was a cool cat. The shades, the slick back hair, like Pat Riley's this, like mm-hmm. the same way. Him and Pat Riley, I consider them like two guys of the same. They just like cool, calm, and yep. collective in any situation. I think, uh, to go back to your question, I would not say no, probably not on a Bill Walsh because the West Coast is still a product today. Right. And that has stand time. And we've seen the Wildcat try to come in the NFL. That stayed for a cup of coffee, but no – Nothing like the the West Coast probably, but I'm pretty sure there's some other um, contributes to the game that he's done that is probably slipping my mind. But uh, age of 90, I knew he was kind of in bad health over the years. But um, 90 yeah. is a full life, man. Rest in yeah. peace and condolences to him, his family. Seven three six nine seven sixty. So speaking of on the whole um, Andy Dalton situation, so really, if you look, there's some big names still out there, but really, you look at the two, Cam Newton. And, and Clowney are the two guys oh, yeah. that are still not under contract. I think Clowney is a money situation. He wants his just due. And I think Cam is a situation where he's let teams know he wants to be a starter. Like I say, to me, Cam, considering like he's not you know kneeling, he's not wearing socks that uh, depict police officers as pigs, like this is worse than Cap to me. Like, this is a guy that's, really? like, yeah, been to a Super Bowl, MVP, rookie of the year. Like, there's no reason Cam shouldn't have a job. Like, Cap, like, I thought Cap's situation was messed up. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that Cap didn't get blackballed and then found out a way to make millions, and then now he's acting like he wants to play, but he really doesn't because he makes way more money off the field and being an activist than he would playing football and doesn't have to put his body or brain through anything. So now he has a lot of people fooled. But to start, cap situation was bad, yes. But Cam, Cam's done nothing wrong, no off-the-field troubles, a couple bad interviews, walked out on a Super Bowl interview. Other than that, what has Cam done wrong? Stole some laptops allegedly when he was at Florida. But I'm talking about once he gotten here, he's proven he's a starter in this league to not have a job at all. But, again, I think that comes back to Cam, people saying, hey, Cam wants to be able to come in and compete. And right now, there's nowhere for him to go in and compete. If he if Cam was telling people like, look, I'll come in, I'll do right, I'll be the backup, I'll be a good teammate, he'd have a job by now. Clearly, he's telling teams he wants to come in and compete for a starting job, and that's why um, the phone is dry as the Sahara. I I kind of see what you said on the cap thing. I think Cam would have to go maybe about two years out of this league before I put it on that. I think a supply and demand situation has a lot to do with it. I yeah, just for think sure. he the the year that he he went through this. New regime change of GM and coach with Carolina. And I just think the supply was too much for the demand with the quarterbacks and the fits. But whatever he gets back, he's going to have a chance to prove himself. And and I, and I think I hope he comes out of this ready the next opportunity gets uh, to be all about football. And and that's and that's kind of really what it's going to come down to. But we'll see. But Clowney, yeah, too. You, I think it might probably be a financial thing because I thought he was almost – on the way to go yeah, back Clown, to Seattle, but he's Clowney's still out there definitely not more, Clowney's definitely like, look, man, everybody's gotten paid around me at my position. 
I'm not taking any crumbs. 736-9760. Okay, let's go to the phone. Let's go yeah. to Jay. Jay, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on, fella? What's up, what man? Up? Hey, chilling, man. Great show. Thank so you. So I'm – you're welcome. So my deal is, as far as the quarterbacks, I don't even think that's the issue. I think it's the cornerbacks. I mean, Dion, he left in like a 99, did a little research. Um, to me – if even if you score forty against Casey, you still can't win. What do you all think about that? I, th- I think they need they need to address that secondary, and it's kind of like Texas Longhorns. I mean, they need a secondary since Barber's left. So, what do you think about that? Well, Jay, thanks for the phone call. I've always been critical that I think from the safety position in the secondary since Darren Woodson left has been an issue. Uh, but Damn, I, but yeah, but I Woodson. think they've had some secondaries that's played uh, maybe a little bit above their head. I won't say it's all about the secondary, their schedule, their struggle. Excuse me, but I've always said, even going back to the Romo era, the problem with Dallas too in the last ten years, twelve years or so at least, they can never, they never have a season to where it meshes together where both sides are almost equal. Or at least it's not a gap. Like one year their defense plays over the head, the offense struggles. The offense comes up and puts out light points, lights out in points, the defense sucks. They just haven't had that equal balance, and that's kind of what the NFL is about, how balanced can you get. Because under the salary cap and everything, it's not designed to just to have a, a, a Kansas City Chiefs offense and then a Baltimore Ravens type of defense or something like that. you got to have that balance of what it's going to be. Uh, you know, and that's the reason why you say just offensively. I mean, like I said, can, the pressure Kansas City and Andy Reid believes they're going to be better this year offensively than what last year. They I mean, he's already will. on records on that. They probably and will. you see that they've changed the whole culture of what the AFC West is trying to do. They I try think to play catch up. The culture of the NFL. Possibly. I think. I think I right mean, now. Possibly. I think we're about to go right. I think we're about to go back into it for the finesse era. We had the finesse era. Then we. Then Seattle came through and made it physical again. And team like Green Bay, like the Saints, were like, okay, we got to change the way we look. This finesse isn't really working. Now we're back to a point where we're like, damn. But the thing about it is, everybody don't have that guy named Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So you can try and do that, but everybody's not Patrick Mahomes. But what the Kansas City Chiefs did, what there's a gap. While they did close that gap at the end of the year, like you you and I debated about and you ended up being right, while Spags did close that gap as far as where their offense was and where their defense was, it was still one of those things where it was like, yo, we're still going to rely on Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill to win us football games. And when I think that's where we're headed right now. You can see that with you know the Cowboys taking a CD Lamb. That's strictly on the on the heels of what the Chiefs did. Well, I think when you – but I still think when it all settles and done, you're going to have to basically – Be able to get a stop. You're going to have to get some defense and be able to run the ball. And that's what Kansas City was able to do down that stretch better than anything. And I think San Francisco going to have something to say about that. Because San Francisco, ain't, you know, they ain't changing from as physically and defensively the, as they are. They're going to have it on both. The they're experts gonna be a force feel to like LaFleur is modeling his team around San Fran. That's what the experts. In Green Bay. Yeah, they feel like Lafleur wants to go more like a Shanahan, like a lot of, lot of movement, a lot of running the ball, try to get tougher on defense. Well, I gotta see. Uh, I'm not saying I, they're gonna be able to accomplish it, but that's what a lot of analysts feel like. That's the, that's the path that Green Bay is on. They want to look like San Francisco. Well, they better start on the defense. They better start right. modeling on the defense because they light years away on the defensive side of what John Lynch has built at San Fran. So we'll see how that goes. Switching gears a little bit from the NFL, NBA. Before we get into the last dance, you tell me the Shaq's hearing some rumors. 
Shaq said he's hearing through the grapevine and Shaq got big, long money, so Shaq's in these rooms. Shaq talks to these people that there's a few teams that could be up for sale and would want to be on the move to Las Vegas. Mm. So what you saying? I'm saying when I looked at it today, I was like, it's not really a lot of teams that where that makes sense as far as like wanting to sell and move. I mean, there was a time where you could have said Sacramento, but they just got a new barn. Um, you know, the only teams is we're talking about the bottom feeders. I would say I would throw Milwaukee in there, but like I said, they they're under contract to where they can't move. So we're only talking about maybe Memphis and maybe here. Hmm. So I don't know what these few teams he's talking about, but then again, I don't know. Like the new owner could not give a damn about where you are. Does that if that makes sense? Like I don't care where you, you are, what like what history you, you have. I I'm because and you also have to remember uh, some of these owners are probably spooked. One you see now, like hell, the Nets haven't done a damn thing since the Jason Kidd era. They sold for two point three billion. So with everything going on with COVID nineteen and us not being able to get back to a new normal, a lot of these owners are in this for business. A lot of these owners, they don't really care about wins and losses. That's they facts. care. They care about their bank accounts and their stock portfolio. And some of these owners may be spooked at this facts. by this COVID nineteen thing and be like, you know what? Maybe I should get out now, cash in my two billion. So. I, I can't put in all the teams that would possibly do that, but I could tell you for a fact the reason why Shaq is hearing these things is because some of these owners are spooked, and you and right now everybody would sell for no less than $2 billion. There's something you said in your take right there that when we get back all from right. the break, I want to break into, and you basically said the, the, the history of this franchise. And me and Salami has had this conversation off air, and I want to go back to what right. you said regarding the Spurs. 736 976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting for the Routers Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finessing on them with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Do say with my boo. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Don't forget, uh, they still have their new immune builder, veggie superfood immune builder that they have that they rolled out just a few weeks ago, especially at this time. A lot of their customers have had major concerns and questions on what they could do to keep their immune system up and stay safe. So you can try one of their new immune builder veggie superfoods. And don't forget, they still got their fat burners as well, too. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... um, you said history in your take in regards to, a, I don't know about a franchise with this history. And the conversation Salami's eyes had before was back around this topic, in the neighbor of this topic, the fact of the Spurs. Would the league even think about, because, you know, you got some, if you can look at football, you can look at NBA, it really baseball for that matter. You could go. There's some franchises that basically, when you're talking about the market they play and the history that they play, that if they ran into a situation where the current owner 
was going to uh, wasn't just profitable or he wanted to cash out or was having financial problems and was going to put up the team for the sale. And then basically a new owner comes in and wants to do this. There's certain franchises that are championship franchises in certain leagues that the league would step in and say, hey, you can sell the team, but the team is would do everything right. that the team's not mm-hmm. moving from that city because of most history. The Steelers are never moving away from Pittsburgh. Right. Uh, you know, green, uh, know green Bay. And, and the conversation that we had was based off the fact that the Spurs, I know what they mean to us and down here, but you'd have to wonder if basically, even if five championships are enough for a league to step and say, hey, you know, that's the Spurs. Yeah. We, we, you can't the, move though. Move them. I, I think the only thing protecting everybody from being moved is, uh, God bless the dead. I think if David Stern. If one thing he could do all over again, I don't think he would have let Seattle move. I don't. I if I don't, I don't know if if he's ever mentioned that that was one of his regrets, but if he never mentioned it, that's one he took to the grave. That that should have never happened, and the NBA and the NBA family knows it. And but again, now I don't. I don't know if Memphis is in that Seattle. Like type conversation when we talk about teams like that, like where the like yo, it's it's they bleed it. I you know I think they care more about barbecue than they do the Grizzlies, but I guarantee you that was one of David Stern's biggest regrets. I don't know if he ever mentioned it to anybody, but I'm willing to bet dollar to a donut it is. What you got, Sam? Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, Stern was lied to just like the people of Seattle. I mean, Clay Bennett when he bought when they bought the team, he told the league that they weren't gonna. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. going to move them out of Seattle. They weren't going to move to Oklahoma City. And then less than 18 months later, they were, you know, the yeah. Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder. So, I mean, they lied to the league throughout the, the whole and I guess if it's not process. And if it's not in the contract, you can't tell the owner where to take his property. And that's what made uh, the owner of the Bucks actually put it in writing a couple mm-hmm. years after that. Whenever he sold the, right. the Bucks, he, they actually put it in the contract that the team could not See. move. Wow, yeah. see in Milwaukee, you still got the Brewers, you still got the Packers, like you still have things like that would be devastating for a Memphis or for a San Antonio and, or for a Sacramento. In our lifetime, in the next fifteen to twenty years, if the Rona don't get us or that killer bee coming from oh uh, man, now don't that I'm killer gonna be Rudy was, again. I ain't worried about no damn this, killer this, hornets. This is the thing. Now there will three be three months from now. Yeah, check yeah, back with yeah. there will be a there will be a team back in Seattle the NBA, and there will be a team in Vegas the NBA. So it's just a matter of who it's going to be. It ain't going to be expansion, so it have to be someone mm-hmm. moving. And again, I'll just tell you, my whole take is not to be alarming the fire that the Spurs are moving. I know the Spurs are moving. My whole take has been that I think eventually they're going to be sold, but that doesn't mean necessarily you got to be concerned because I, in my opinion, I said it Friday, no inside information. There is nothing that the whole kids and the wife is doing to show me that they are really passionate about running this organization because it's a lot of day-to-day stuff you got to do and if you're not hands-on it takes a lot and if you got a 1.8 billion dollar tag staring you in the face and it's going to be divided up amongst your kid the kids it'll probably those, be two. that's it'll hard probably to be turn two. out if they were to sell it probably be two i know right the evaluation is 1.8 right. but you get owners bidding you get people with an opportunity speaking of that tony parker he did an interview with marcus spears we got to talk about he wants to be an NBA owner one day as well. But, uh, yeah, once somebody comes for sale, that 1.8 shoots up to 2.3 because you're going to have people that just been itching to get in. So, 
Yeah, I mean, to go from whatever you said it was the other day when you and Sam were doing the show while I was stuck in the gas pipe, gas leak traffic, 76 to go from 76 million Man. to 2.3 billion. It's uh, been. That's, that's great business. All I, I'm, I'm comfortable with saying that, no, they're not saying that they would ever move, but I'm comfortable saying the team's going to be sold. There's going to be new ownership, which might not be a bad thing. There's going to be new ownership for the team coming in, the, in the future, I believe. I mean, I believe. I mean, it's just one Yeah, of the but things. that don't mean they move, like you just said. Right. I mean, you'd hope not. I think, they, I think it still would take some... Re- Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Regional money or either some local money to get together investor-wise. And to none of these owners will here. admit it, but all of them uh, deep down. I mean, outside of the Knicks, outside of the Lakers. You know, there's a few teams that you just put to the side like, yo, that's them. But there's 20-some-odd owners that would love to get to Vegas. Love yeah. to. Yeah. Because they're businessmen. Now, I, I throw I throw the, the, the Mavericks in there. Cuban is a businessman for sure, but he he's never moving from Dallas. No. And I, and I think, like I said, and again, you got to look at it. Their WNBA team's already down there. Coached by the great Bill and Beer. I mean, NBA and MLB – at some point, one of those one of those organizations will be there. At some mm. point, if not both, wouldn't that be something you say? Tony Parker's one being in it. He end up having a group, and he be in one be like, "Hey, y'all never care for me anyway. We moving." Well, in that interview, he spent his whole time here with the during lockdown. He's been here in San Antonio. You know who else has come down here to back to help the community and the, like passing out food and all that? George Hill. Yeah, George has been down here a lot. I see George working out with a buddy of mine at one of my buddy's gyms. Mm-hmm. George puts in work down here. A lot of people, a lot of these guys, man, San Antonio is a great place to live. Hmm. 736-9760. All right, so um, we got to get into the last dance. The We're last at epi- dance. episode five and six. That's what we had last night, yeah. right, five and six. Um, hear a lot of people saying that they think these are the best two episodes so far. Probably won't disagree with that. Um, this is part of the some of the things. Well, that they a lot of that had on. to do with Kobe. Like I, I think the fact that Kobe is passed on and may, and then the way it started, it kind of set the tone. Man, D stole my stole my post. 
Which one? I was about two minutes away, what about five put? minutes away. About the the putting the Kobe the bleach report put it put the Kobe quotes up there. That oh, little yeah. thing. That, that yeah. there's no me without Mike. I'm glad he filed glad we got record on it that he said to say. Yeah, he said it discuss him when people try to compare them and he said, Hey, pump the brakes. What you get from me is from him. Now We all knew we, that though. Did you need to hear Kobe say that? He never really admitted that publicly before. That was for fans. That was all this. We I've always made fun. Like Kobe chewed his gum like him. Kobe's never went on the record like that. And it sucks and it's sad that he's not here uh to elaborate. I would have loved to hear from him after these episodes while this is going on, but um he's never went on the record to really say that, uh, per se. But uh is that the music? Yes. Okay. Let me continue that. We'll get into episode five and six when we get back. You listen to the sports grind, seven three six nine seven sixty. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, Yeah, back to the last dance. Uh, every week you come in here, what did we learn or what did we take from yeah, this? Yeah, what did you take? Well, the only thing that I learned from this uh, was, one, um, didn't, know he, didn't know he had uh, – a sock full of soaked the bloods and the the retro Jordans that he tried to play in the garden. Yeah, and, and uh, he said he was on fire so much. He, didn't he was like, take I ain't taking out. these off. Um, number two, now what I didn't learn because I kind of knew about it, but the interesting part was hearing, and I've I've brought up his name before on this show because, like, I think you know the the the, the Maverick Carters and these guys get hell from the Phil Jackson and the NBA owners, but David Falk was having Jordan through that time in that nineties, he, he was he was he was something to deal with. I mean he he was feeling himself. So to hear the details on how that negotiation deal went down in regards to the Adidas thing, the Nike, the type of deal that they gave Man, Adidas. him. Adidas. Adidas, wow. But you know what's crazy though? In that clip, hearing Faults telling Thank Nike like here hearing Nike hearing Phil I mean David Fault tell Nike they're like y'all are y'all are a new company. Y'all are a young company. The, the thing Nike was a young company as much right. as they dominate, that's crazy. But that guy said, you know, the guys might get a hundred thousand, whatever. He's like, we're gonna get this guy that much and then the shoe part of it. And then you know that. Now the other thing that I did learn now, the famous quote about Republicans buy shoes too. Two. I think the backstory of this is really something that was brought to my like because back then I was only paying attention to presidential races. I wasn't paying attention to Senate races. Well, it didn't become public for and, a long for years, right? But I it was said in the privacy of his team. With yeah, his team. Harvey Gant, uh, the guy that he didn't endorse, and then uh, right. and then uh, Helms. what was Helms getting a getting a little not education. In, uh, people part. felt like not endorsing Gant endorsed Helms. Well, I think knowing now what Helms stood for. And basically running in your own state where you grew up in, that I mean, I under like I respect Jordan's, you know, first of all, like I told my girl last night, I respect Jordan for allowing having final cut in this documentary 
and what's going to be aired and what's and not. Allowing that to be allowing on. that to be on. It shows he regrets it, it, that. It, 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 that's what I was going to say. Because he can. I like his response is okay, but trust me, that when he says, "Well, maybe you should be following," that bothers him. Knowing that that stigma, and probably maybe if he had to do it over again, because he's a different now. I mean, hindsight twenty is older, but knowing what him stood for, knowing that that was your home state. That probably he let Barack, yeah. Barack kind of you know criticize him, but you know, and you dig deeper, he did to do the twenty thousand dollar per plate for Obama. He's donated millions to the Democratic Party, but again, I mean, and you saw what Kobe and Ty- you saw the two guys that came right underneath him and took every word of advice he gave them. Tiger and Kobe were exactly the same when it came to they, that. When yeah. it came to that type of stuff, and they all, you know, as far as Kobe and Mike, Mike, you know, they didn't get that until they, you know, kind of retired or got kind of older. But for them, it was all business. Like I'm not getting in that. I'm not gonna put my name on the side of anybody. So that was just the way they did things, and that's another reason why, you know, because when you're talking about the goat, people include everything, and that's a that's another big reason why. LeBron gets the praise that he does is because he's willing to stick his neck out there, even though hundreds of millions of dollars are on the line. Well, he deserves to get the praise for that, but I think the GOAT conversation needs to be taken in regards to what's in the line. Like hip-hop, when we talk to GOAT, I always, I tell my girl, I always accumulate the whole package. But when we talk about the basketball side, yes, LeBron is definitely in a different category than that, than, than Mike. But I felt that, you know, the political thing is one thing. But when there was issues going on, I mean, for Mike not to kind of, you know, in that position to announce that, that's kind of, I mean, because honestly, I mean, like, um, to be fair, Rodney King got beat his ass beat down on 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 the watch. I mean, Jordan was well, at that time. He didn't. No, he didn't. That. But you could tell. I took that, too. It, it does bother him. Um, now, on the gambling side, talk now. I known about the like the Jordan rules. I knew about that. The book that came out with the guy that he's played on golf. I've heard that guy before. I've, I've known about that. Now, the what got me the guy that I didn't know put a name to a face. The brother he's playing golf with. Yeah, I'm like Mike, man. <laughs> brother, come out. You paying fifty seven thousand a hole. You let that bro. You ain't be looking at it like, hey, man. What, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Where you got that money? Mike didn't care. Mike just wanted the action to gamble. <laughs> But like I said, oh, it was I just was, a loan. I thought that was messed up. Fifty-seven thousand on the check, and then had to go and just tell him, like, "Nah, man, it was it was a gambling thing." But um, also, what's also known too when they play the old clips, like now that we see Adam Silver and we know what Stern is, and we see this, and we live in the MVP, all that, like, and you've joked about it, but you know the truth of it is, it's like you, what's learning from this is, dude, like Stern loved that guy. Like no, there was some favoritism you get to like to handle even be true like, well, I'm only gonna give this to him if he promises he's gonna come back next year. Like you yeah. don't really hear a commissioner talk about yeah. a particular player and a single player Mike like was that. The NBA. He was the NBA. So yes, yeah, Stern had to protect that that gift from the gods at all costs. What about the awkward m- moment of getting back on the bus after the practice? After there was yeah, some heated dis- I know heated discussions. That- I think that's, I mean, even though it was on a lower level, we've all, even if you've played sports at all, there's going to be those moments. So, But I didn't, you fail to forget sometimes that Magic was just off a fresh losing to them. Right. So then that goes down and then Scotty, but then I look at it like poor, poor Ku coach, man. Like Kuka's like, dude, they didn't even know me. They didn't know who I was. I never met him before. And Kukos is young there. And then Mike tells them, like, hey, me and Scotty got him tonight. But Kukos, which I'm glad he, he bounced back that second yeah, time in did. the finals. Yes, he did. He probably had a great final. 
But, He's like uh, a Lamar Odom. What did you think about what I didn't know about the uh, down 0-2 to Knicks, the trip to Atlantic City? That's what I'm saying. Like, Mike, like, there's gifts and curses to it. You know, the gift is, like, he was able to be himself and not be noticed. But the curse is, like, he would have been even more popular in today's in today's era. But, like, right now that goes down 0-2, and you catch anybody, not even LeBron, you catch anybody. You catch James Harden, you catch James Harden in Atlantic City down 0-2, we're destroying him. I was like, Mike, you ought to get back at 12. No, why like, would Mike get back at midnight, dog? It's like we were back by 12, 12, 30. My dad wanted to get away. He's lying. Mike's lying. And I just, just seeing Mike sitting there in his room, like just smoking cigars, it's just, it's totally different now, man. And also, I'm thinking, totally like, man, different. you really going to throw Horace Grant under the bus? Like, why Horace, wouldn't he? Horace wasn't the only one giving that information How out, you know? man. I get Kraus was probably leaking information to that that writer. Yeah, Sam Smith. Uh, Phil Jackson's been known to play Horace people. Like I never gave him any information, but now you see why Horace was in so, so happy to go to Orlando. They remember when Orlando beat Mike and them, they put Horace on their arms. They picked Horace up and carried him off the court. That's right. I remember that? that. So it just goes to show, like a lot of people. I put this in the docket today. A lot of people we just put it all on millennials, but as you can see, Pippen, Pippen, low key. Had a beef with the fact that he wasn't getting his just due. Krause had a beef, and Horace Grant had a beef that they weren't getting their just due, and everything was all about Mike. I know nowadays we'd like to put it on these all these youngsters, man. They just want all the credit. They don't want to do what they got to do to win. Like even though Pippen was winning, I mean a lot of it had to do with Pippen wasn't getting his money. Horace is winning. Krause is winning. It's not enough. I need my credit. We put it all on the millennials. Like oh man, these kids, these kids, they just want to run around. They just want to get their credit. They do. But they Horace do. Grant, Scotty Pippen were doing the same thing. Rudy, like we're pre-social media era and all that. Did you see the herd of reporters that followed that dude wherever he went outside of the hotel? Yeah, my, that's that? why. That's why he said, "Hey, man, this isn't a life that you anybody wants." He's like, "I'm confined to this room. I can't go anywhere." LeBron's not even really dealing with that. Yes, right he now. is. Not like that, Rudy. No, man. Yes, he is, no, Calvin. It's no. worse because we all got camera phones. I, I, from that point, from social media, like everything you do is scrutinized. I'll give you that, but. It, the fact that you got about 50 to 60, maybe even about 70, 100 reporters at your locker room every damn day in what city you go to. Yeah. I'm not saying LeBron is not on the scale. Well, I just hate how Mike, like, oh, y'all want to talk about the game? Y'all want to talk about Scotty? Y'all want to talk about Scotty with Scotty? Like, no, damn. how about basically controlling everything to make sure you don't miss the tea time at 3 30? Like, know. yo, man, and he wasn't joking. He no, was he like, was yo, dead man, ass. He was dead get, ass. Like, hurry up, man. Get on the butt. Like, no, nah, you talk. He going to play. We come back. We got tea time to go. And it's with Ron Harper. Like, Ron, come on. And then they're waiting on, like, he's telling Phil, like, Phil, let's go. I'm like, man, done for a tea time. And and, and sitting there That's like so that. That's so real. But I'm thinking, like, that whole situation, though. Michael's a bully. Mike was a big, he was a huge bully. There's one thing of pushing your teammates. It's another thing being a bully. Mike was like, a bully. Like Magic walks in like, this ain't the West locker room. <laughs> this is all about the East over here. Where you coming here with all that? that purple like, oh, that, that kid, that kid, that L.A. kid, he just want to make this one-on-one. I'm like, damn. He's like, I'll make his he ass goes, work. He goes, if I was a teammate, I wouldn't pass the mother bleep of the ball ever again. I tell you, you have to get a rebound, brother. Like, they were talking bad about He's my like, guy. He's like, I'm going to make him work there. on that. I'm going to make his ass work on that. He's like, he just want to go one-on-one. I'm like, man, they talk bad and about my guy. And when they showed Kobe walking out, I'm like, Kobe's heart's bumping 100 miles a minute <laughs> yeah, right now when he's walking in that tunnel. Rest in peace to the Mamba for sure. 736-97. See you listen to the Sports Crown. We'll be back.
Thursday. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget about their residential roll-off spring cleaning promotion. Um, if you pretty much need any type of roll-off container to clean out your attic, garage, or project that is cluttered with junk, mm-hmm. you might need to give them a call. Their number is 210-333-4287. They're running this promotion all the way till May 16th. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And also from the documentary last night, I'm Martin Nesson. Make sure I Which tell one? Rudy this. Um, let me tell you something, man. Brian Winhurst ain't got nothing on Ahmad Rashad. No. Ahmad Rashad, man, like yeah. we joked, like riding with him to the games, dog, in the, the playoffs. But, but see, the thing about it, though, the the thing we forget, and I saw this on social media last night. That's a the reason it was a different level of respect. Because keep in mind, Mike, like just look at the way he treated Kraus. Like Mike didn't really to- have a, a high tolerance for for people that aren't athletes. He tolerated them True. because he was a professional. Keep in mind, Amara Shah was a four-time Pro Bowl receiver. Four-time Pro Bowl receiver. You know, and he knew that Ahmad, he knew all secrets were safe with Ahmad. So we forget Ahmad was a, a you know, a real athlete that just so happened to be in the media. Let me tell you, them four Pro Bowls, whatever you said he was, they didn't get them them jobs and them extensions. <laughs> Uh, that the relationship he had with Mike no, got that him. was different. That he was in totally the hotel different. room. He he he's waiting. He's picking him up in the old Range Rover to go to the games in. And Ma's like, "What do you want me to tell people, man? I'm about to make something up." You know, Amar uh, was, was the man. Uh, him and uh, they both rocked the hoop. Gosh, Mike to this day. Mike, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like I don't know. It's just different. It was different. He he's in a category. I it told y'all before man. we started. This it's is gonna different. remind all these LeBron people. All this he's biased. Well, he's in a category itself. What do you say to the LeBron guy that says, "Well, because I saw this last night. You know, Ray Allen and Kyrie, quote unquote, saved LeBron. Paxson saved Mike twice. Kerr saved Mike once, and it's crickets." What saved him from going to a game seven? Like that <laughs> sounds saying, stuff, like no, LeBron said. I mean, if that's really what oh, they're I'm saying, saying no, like what do you say no, to that? No, I mean, what we've always said is that everybody needed somebody. Mike needed Pippen. Mike in his first years lost three years in a row to Detroit. Prior to that, coaching matters, but d- no. And 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 again, like I said before, the LeBron fans will say, "Well, who did Mike play in the finals?" That Phoenix team was loaded. Was solid. Anybody else, Barkley's got one ring. And he averaged 40 that series. I said average. I said average. He yeah. averaged 40 that finals. What's up, Sam? That was, Jordan averaged 40 that final. That's what you mean? Yes. Okay, my bad. I thought you were saying Barkley. No, no, no. no, no, no. Barkley Mike. put up huge number. He was like 27 and 14 and Who, 5. Who, Barkley? Barkley, yeah. Damn. Barkley had a good season. He only had that bad game one. Like you said, he hold, I saw him do an interview. He's making his round. He said, I hold the responsibility because – the only bad game our team had in that series was one. He goes, and I think I didn't prepare our team for the moment. The moment was bigger. But look at that team. And look at that Easter Conference Finals with the Knicks down 2-0. And Pat they Riley's seven telling with them. with that Pacers team. And Pat Riley's telling them, like, yo, we said he's got to pay if he goes up against the uh, – up in the air. And, man, I love John Starks. Seeing that, I was a big John yeah. Starks fan. But that Knicks team and going – no, man. Mike's like, I knew how bad they wanted to beat us. Yeah. He goes, I knew how bad they wanted to throw. They were upcoming in that, and that was brutal. And he got down 0-2 and came back. I'm just, mad. I'm just mad throughout the whole sit-down. Nobody said, Mike, let me get you some Visine. I don't know why his eyes are so red. 
Like, we couldn't give Mike no visine. Like, everybody's that scared of Mike. We're like, hey, Mike, he's kind of red. And I'm not saying that, you know, Mike smoked no weed or nothing, but it's just like, I, like, damn. Get that brother some visine, man. He's sipping on that drink the whole time. Probably well, has $1,800 a bottle. Yeah, it's a different feel, man. The way the guy walked, dressed. The, the, and then the, a couple days ago, that story leaked that he turned down $100 million for a couple hour of appearance. He's supposed to be the face of some company, do a two-hour appearance. They were going to pay him $100 million. And Mike said, no, I'm good. That's when you know you got it. Nike, but when you make three bill a year off Jordans that have came out 13 man. times. Look at, look at Georgia. Uh, 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 Did you see release? what Melvin posted today? It's probably the, the truest but the most sad statement I've what ever read. Post? He said, until somebody gets killed over a pair of LeBrons, he ain't no, he better didn't. than Mike. I said, you know what? It's sad because people have died over George. It's not funny. But it's so real. Like, man, until That's LeBron. That's hood joke. Yeah, like, oh, until somebody gets killed over a pair wow. of LeBrons, he can't be the GOAT. There will be no athlete that ever sells a pair of shoes 25, 30 years later leaving a game. Not in my lifetime. Maybe and now, they're not we're talking yet. about seven, eight times. Like, some of Mike's shoes have come out seven, eight times. Look at the line they just opened back in Georgia. They just opened a stay-at-home order. Look at that line that there was at that. Line. Everything's it, online now. I don't know why people are still standing in line like it's 99. Like we Nike don't... projected to want to sell in five years three million pair of Jordans. Wow. And they did the first year, they did $127 million. And those were blocks in the blocks, the first ones that came out. But, no, nah, he's on a different, different level. All right, man, that's a wrap for today. Uh, we'll be checking back here with y'all this Thursday. Thursday. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, yes, Calvin, Sanspin, the one and twos, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the old 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for it to snooze button before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all Thursday. This Halloween. No, that's impossible. Don't get caught. Did you check the basement or the bedroom? Without the perfect thing. They're both out. To treat every taste. Well, that's it. We're out of Fanta. This Halloween, don't live with the horror of being without Fanta. Get yours today.